This is your pilot speaking is recorded live at bars around Portland, Oregon with absolutely no delay. It can get NC-17 pretty quickly and it's an adult show. have a topic that we even want to discuss do you remember any of the ones we discussed because i should we wrote them all down because i was like oh that's a good idea write it down we're good i know i know right um hmm. do you have anything that you like okay i have one can we potentially go ahead go ahead okay uh i would really like it's gonna be another one of these ones huh i would really like to talk about science fiction Specifically okay. because the new Star Trek series came out, okay. and I just watched the first two episodes, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we could. This is probably going to be another, you know, two-parter, two-parter or a three-parter. The um, but we need like a good jumping-off point. We need somewhere that we can really choose. So, can you help me out here? You got one. Ooh, because I, I'm a big fan of science fiction, so this one's going to be a little difficult. Um, it's going to be big. Because, like, this is... this is. This Do you want to start uh, early sci-fi and then, like, progress forward? Or do we want to do, like, dystopia versus utopia? That could be a fun thing to explore. I think we can start from early and move forward, because, you know, we already started talking about Invasion of the Body Snatchers earlier, and, yeah, that can, can be considered horror, but that is also fucking sci-fi it's up a, the yin-yang. It's a little sci-fi. We also did Alien, too. We which... did Alien. We did a little bit of Predator, I think, previously from that. We, uh, we It was a throwaway comment in one of our yeah. earlier ones, but still. But, and then also, um, you know... The thing. <laughs> um, could you? I guess you could totally label that as like sci-fi horror. Because you it's can. It aliens. is actually. It's, it's under the sci-fi section. I think they might. Some. I mean, if Blockbuster and Hollywood Video are still alive, there's uh, one left. <laughs> where? In Oregon. It is. And we have Movie Madness too. We have yes. Movie Madness, which has everything. Love Movie Madness. And mind you, it was funny. Every time there was a school project, like you need to watch this film. You literally had to go to Movie Madness. The teachers were like, here's the address to Movie Madness. It's probably like 2 or $3 to rent the VHS or the DVD, and you can watch anything. Let's maybe wait till this bus goes past. Okay. Okay. Because this is all really good, and I want to keep it in, but... So I loved Movie Madness. I, I still love Movie Madness, they, by the way. Movie Madness. Yeah, no. Everyone, please go there. And also, Movie Madness, if you hear this, I don't know, sponsor us? Maybe? That'd be great. Hey, we can do a show there. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We could totally do a show in Movie Madness. Yeah, no, Movie Madness, I remember back when they had the trailers in the back and you literally walked on a platform to there. Oh, yeah. And they expanded. Like, see, I haven't been there in years. I need to do that now. Because there's some movies that I don't want to watch that I can't get anywhere else without having to pay, like, $20,000. Yeah. Ordering it off the Criterion Collection, if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, $46 for one. Yeah. Um, okay. We could also talk about some other stuff. So, be ready to, to jump in, get deep 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 dark and heavy i'm down okay okay all right all right okay (laughs) all right then all right hello welcome to hypothetical oh wow nope i messed it up already (laughs) i got my own shows confused hello 
Nope, we'll wait for this other car to go by too. Bye bye car. We're just gonna keep going on these Love quiet da, marks. Da, da. <laughs> Please hold while a, uh, a representative gets to you soon. Um, thank you for calling. No you. one is available at this time. Your call is important to us and will be answered <laughs> in a timely manner. It will ev- eventually be answered in. By timely, I mean thirty in the to next twenty minutes. Forty-eight. Wait, what do you mean thirty to twenty minutes? Exactly. <laughs> well, you, we'll be able to answer this in the next 40 to, I don't know, 30 If you add years? the 30 minutes plus the 20 minutes, you're going to be waiting for approximately 50. <laughs> Hello, welcome to This Is Your Pilot Speaking. I'm Jeremy O'Connell. We are joined with our co-pilot, Morgan. Morgan, say hello. Hello, hello. Today we are going to be talking about science fiction. This Woo! is going to be another two to three parter because obviously that's a very big topic. We decided that where we want to uh, start off is right at the beginning, at early science fiction. And I don't know how far back you want to take it, but I can go pretty far back. Um, we can just start throwing out names and maybe like talk about decades in between. Sure, 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 sure. Baby step our way up. So, of course, probably the earliest instance of um, science fiction would be uh, Man on the Moon, the classic silent film of the bullseye getting shot into the eye of the moon and... Which kind of delved more into the fantastical realm. It wasn't so much science fiction, but it still had that sort of uh, science-y aspect to it. Um, And uh, to quote, I believe it's Arthur C. Clarke, uh, any scientific advancement that is indiscernible from magic is considered one and the same. That's not how it goes, but it's close enough that you get the picture. What drew you to science fiction at the start? What did you really like about it? Oh, there's a lot. There's and like, a lot. what were your what are your earliest memories? Earliest, like you know, it's really funny because there's some um, that I haven't seen until I was an adult. Okay. And uh, for example, um, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yep. I hadn't seen that actually until I was probably, I don't know if I was like late teens or early 20s. I don't know if I would qualify that as sci-fi, but... No, but that's the thing though, that's what what I wanted to bring up is that there's some that are considered horror movies, but that is quite considered, you know, sci-fi in its own realm. Is it? I, I thought it was. Would you put it in there? I would put it as sci-fi. Alright, fair enough. Um, but there was other ones like you know we've we've talked about this we've, Vision of the Body Snatchers. Excuse yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one it's like that one. My dad introduced me when I was very young, and he was like, "This is a classic." My dad introduced me to so many movies, so I give him a lot of. And credit. then you were traumatized for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think uh, because that is one of my my favorites, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That he. I give my dad a lot of credit for him introducing me to this world, and he's just telling like, you have no idea back in our time it was this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I think that's my the earliest one, and it, it had so many different elements that I liked. Like, this, the run, like, who can you trust, and all that stuff, but then yeah. bringing in this new world, and how do you comprehend it? And mind you, the characters... That's what the whole point of them is like, how do you comprehend this? And how do you explain to the outside world that this crazy sci-fi shit is happening? Yeah, yeah. So, and then, like, there's different sci-fis. I don't want to, like, go way into the future and then way in the back. But, um, Mars Attacks. It's a comedy and it's... it's... That movie traumatized me as a (laughs) child. Yeah, that movie, when I... It came out when I was, uh, I want to say, like, nine, maybe ten something along those lines i was i was still pretty young and i did not equate it to the humor that it was trying to portray it was more I like just this equated is it weird. to this is weird and scary and i don't like it and um 
I had legitimate nightmares about the aliens from that movie. Well, it kind of like goes along with what we were talking about. Like, what movie as a child did you watch that scared the shit out of you, but it was now, not scary? Yeah, now you watch it and you're like, okay, that's actually really funny. Uh, it was a kid's movie. It was a ki- it was literally like meant for kids. Except and you're like, it was you, not. You know, uh, what, what, VeggieTales, it scared me. But you're like, oh, that's actually meant for kids and it's supposed to be this Christian thing. Blah, blah. VeggieTales is great, by the way. I, I grew up watching that because my brother went to a private school. Sure, yeah, so. okay. As far as science fiction is concerned, I think my earliest recollections of science fiction have a lot to do with just like the classic um, like 90s kids movies. Like, uh, well, not 90s, but... Uh, the ones that were shown to us on VHS. Yeah. So, um... A retro lifestyle. So, yeah, yeah. So, so ugh, God, don't ever I say that. I fucking hate it when people do that. Like, this is so retro. I love 90s. I'm like, were you born in 2000? Were you born in 2000? To were be you- fair, Morgan, <laughs> it technically is retro now. It's retro it now, but when people bring it sad. back... Quick off-topic, I was talking to people at work today about... You know, there there's a music group, and if they listen to this and fucking give me shit for it, good for them. They wanted to bring back the set. They literally found a machine that is for rec- recording studios to record on cassette, and they're trying to get yeah. it to sell it with cassette. And I'm saying, like, do you know how much like a, a business model that sucks? Because first off, it's are you trying to make your music a rarity, or are you trying to actually yeah. sell? If it's a rarity, good for you, but. Every time you play that tape, it ruins it. Cassette tapes are actually a pretty big, thriving industry right now, weirdly enough. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, whatever, good for you if you want to do it, but um, it's not my jam. I don't have a cassette player. Uh, I think I do, but it doesn't work anymore. I don't want one either, to be frank. Well, that's, mind you, spending the money to do it and, like, the, I, eh, why do it? Yeah, it's a little too much work. Vinyl still works, though. Vinyl, yeah, that's, it does. That's I will forever popular. and always take vinyl. Yes, um, me too. Anyways. So... Yeah, it was like, it was a lot of E.T., it was, um... Oh, there you go. Oh, there was a movie with, uh, River Phoenix, um, that I'm gonna have to Google right now because I feel like it's a fever dream that I had, but I watched it when I was at summer camp, and it was, it was so good, and I loved everything about it. Let's see if I can find it. Just even thinking of E.T., though, that brings up so many different things now. Explorers! Explorers. Do you remember that one? Mm, let me see the picture. Okay, so so Explorers was actually like my first sci-fi one that I watched, where it was uh, these kids build a spaceship in their backyard, essentially to try and go to this yes. place, and all of and it's like weird animatronic aliens yes. who have been listening to Earth because of our television broadcasts and it's like yes. it's really super out there but I loved everything about it as a child it was really really it was like yeah we're gonna go on an adventure we're gonna have fun it's gonna be great it's like a sci-fi version of the Goonies you have no idea that I'm gonna be like watching that movie in the, the very fucking near future now <laughs> yeah. like, just like memories bring it back bring it back give it to me I need the nostalgia <laughs> that movie came out in uh, 1985 yeah, everything's terrible in real life right now, so I need this to make me feel like it's okay. <laughs> Back to the Future. Let's talk about that for a minute and speak about cars. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I watched... Why aren't we doing what they're doing, what they had? <laughs> Hoverboards are hard, man. I mean, that would be cool. They're doing stuff with, like, the, the air and all that stuff, and they're doing things with water. Um, they're trying to find out different things. So it's not like the jetpack where people would blow themselves up. I just but... want jetpacks. I just really, really want jetpacks. Yeah, um, like, what's that uh, a cartoon? The, which one? The, There's the, a lot of them. Yeah, no, no. no you the, gotta be not more the, specific. Not the Robinsons, which we'll get to that. Meet the I, Robinsons? I, 
Was it Meet the Robertsons? Meet the Robinsons, Robinsons, which was a Disney movie and is amazing. No, I'm not thinking about that one. It was the one where the, they're Martian. The, the Martian? Oh, wow, am I blanking out right now? This is great podcast material. It is, it is, guys. We planned for this. We this have is, it scripted we and We really, everything. really nailed this one down. <laughs> Um, early sci-fi that we watched, that's really the topic. We'll just cut the rest of what we talked about out. Okay. Um, uh, okay, one... So, Explorers, uh, E.T. Lost in Space is a, one of my all-time favorites. sure. Watched a lot of all Lost in Space. All-time favorites. Oh, man. Um, a ton of The Twilight Zone. Scary Door. Uh, sorry, that's a future uh, reference. Yeah, no, I... I Twilight Zone. Twilight um, Zone is outer, awesome. uh, outer Limits. Outer Limits. Watched yeah. a lot of Outer Limits, because that was, like, the hard sci-fi version of Twilight Zone, essentially. The um, deeper, darker version. It was. It was the dark web version. <laughs> and I, I love both of those series as a kid. So, in... I mean, Jurassic Park, the, Yeah, Jurassic Park can go... I can talk about that for years. Me. You already know that. <laughs> it's, it's science fiction, guys. It Again, really it goes back to Steven Spielberg. Is, like. Yeah, it's Spielberg and his love of science fiction. I mean, I saw Blade Runner way too young, and that had a huge, huge effect on me as a child. I saw 2001, A Space Odyssey, when I was, like, 11. Okay. And that exploded my brain. I did not know what was going on. All I knew is that I was watching a masterpiece. That was all, like, I got that there was science fiction behind it, and my brain, like, sort of grasped onto the core concepts, but not quite. And every image that I saw was just like, oh, this is, this is science. <laughs> this is the future. This is what the future should look like. And then, you know, I saw Blade Runner, and it was the exact opposite. I was like, I don't want that future. Put it away. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of a, one of this. When I'm on Netflix and it says, oh, this is like a 100% match, or we recommend this for you. And, I, like, I see the recommendations again, judge books by the cover. Sure. I saw the 100 on Yeah, there. yeah. And so I saw it, and I was just like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. And then I saw the intro, and I'm like, okay, okay, I get where this is going. And the first episode fucking hooked me so fucking much. It's a great show. And I am so obsessed with it. And it was funny because, like, you know, I don't have the platform to watch it live. What? Um, maybe I can. My grandma records a lot of stuff for me. But. Regardless. Um, <laughs> I watched it and I just fucking ate it up. And then finally a new season came out a few months ago. Holy shit, did I watch that in two days. Like, between working, like, sure. 10, 12-hour shifts and then getting home and, like, not sleeping that much, I'm like, I just gotta know what happens. I gotta, I gotta know, know what, what happens. happens next. And then, like, it was funny because one person like, why don't you just fucking read the book or, like, get an idea from that? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not the same. It's, well, you the, don't get it. But the thing is, though, I, you know, I, I am the person I want to read the book first and see what it's like. Of course. But I love all of the actors and actresses in this, and I love everything that's going on. I'm like, I just can't, I know. So it's away. almost like the reverse of the book is better than the movie where well, you I haven't read the book. Yeah, well, so exactly. Tell, so you don't want the book, you don't want the characters of the TV show to be ruined by their counterparts in the book and be like, oh, that's nothing like what they're supposed to be. Yeah. That's such a bummer. Why? Um, they just have a, such a phenomenal cast. And yeah. like, at, like seriously, if, if, if you guys haven't seen the 100, the first episode, like... Literally, when they're in the spaceship and like it's blah blah blah, It'll I'm hook like, you I'm like, I don't fucking get that. We're like, okay, 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 and then it's towards the end of the first episode. I'm like, okay, I see. Uh, you know, I'm gonna watch episode two, and the next thing, I'm not leaving this until it's done. <laughs> 
So I originally chose this topic before we started recording because the new Star Trek came out, which, uh, if you haven't seen it, the first two episodes came out. They're on ABC. They're so, so good. You can probably also steal them off the internet if you're a jerk. Yeah, please don't do that. I hate it when people tell me, oh, yeah, I, I, I pirated it. Do you know what I'm going to do for a living? How dare you say that in my presence? I mean, look, I have no problem if you pirate shit. Do it. Whatever. It's totally fine with me. But it's it's $10 for a year unlimited ABC access, so it's, like... If you can't afford $10, then yeah, steal it. But if you can afford to do $10, so I remember distinctly as a child taking baths, and then when bath time was over, I was supposed to go to bed. That was the whole deal. And my parents would be like, sweet, we got like 15 minutes to ourselves. <laughs> Thank God. They would do it specifically to time up right with when TNG was coming on. I would sneak out of the bathtub. <laughs> Yes! Wrapped, wrapped in my towels. And I would like quietly squeak my way down our hallway to the living room thinking I was James Bond. And I would sit there and I would just try and get some TNG in there. It's like, you know, when kid, like when comedians talk about how they used to watch like uh, SNL when, on the stairs yeah. when their parents weren't there and they just knew something funny was happening. They knew something groundbreaking was happening. Star Trek Next Generation was that for me. Mm-hmm. That was my like something important and groundbreaking is happening and I'm not quite sure what it is, but I need to see it. And then later on in life, I found TNG legitimately, and I mean, I still have a hard time deciding whether Picard or Janeway are my favorites. That show was probably the the like the the um, icebreaker mm-hmm. for me getting into sci-fi completely. For that, for it becoming such a pertinent part of my life. Do you have one like that? You know, I did talk about Invasion of the Body Snatchers and that one being like the earliest recollection of a movie. I think that the earliest recollection that I can think of is, because, um, okay, you've got, I've got like five shows that I can think of, there's probably more, that I watched from a very, very, very young age. Okay. Um, one of them was with my uh, great-grandmother, Tutu, and we would watch... Um, the Twilight Zone. She would also Heck put yeah. some other freaky shit on there that, you know, three years old to six years old should, should not be not have watching. Seen. Okay. But, and mind you, she would also turn on like soap operas and then she goes, this, this, uh, and she would talk about dirty things. You know, she'd be like, this bitch is sleeping with this person. Like, how dare she? Oh my God. I was like, mind you, like, my, I'm six years old. I don't know what you're saying. My sister and I had no idea what, what we were watching till later on. But mind you, God fucking bless Tutu. I don't, I'm <laughs> mio, grandma. What are you talking about? And then, uh, so, so Twilight Zone. So the Twilight Zone was one of them, but the one that, you know, uh, that I remember, Danger Will Robinson, Lost in Space. Lost in Space. And that one was, that one stuck with me. Um, and watching it now as, you know, an adult, like, years had passed since the last time I saw the actual show. Yeah. And how corny it was. But my dad goes, this was great. This was groundbreaking when I grew up. And it was groundbreaking for a child, too. Like, we can see all the CGI we want and think that's awesome. Uh, Lost in Space and the Invasion of the Body Snatchers were, I think, the two... But to add on to that... What what drew you to Lost in Space? Lost in Space is because every episode, and this is really funny as a child thinking, like, everything's brand new. Yeah. As an adult, I'm saying, like, they're literally sitting in the same fucking area. The same thing is happening. A new monster. A new human. A new alien. Yeah. And they just all come out out and about and all that stuff. Um, 
I remember seeing uh, Lost in Space, the movie, with uh, Gary Oldman in it. Yes! And it I rem- was on Netflix about six or seven yes, months ago. Yes, which I have something to tell you I about I watched that. it two times. I did too. <laughs> I love it so much. I don't know why. There's just something about it that I'm like, yes, this is so great. And, and mind you, I was so like blown away by it. Remember when the movie came out, it was so just like, oh my fucking god! Like, yeah. this is amazing. So, um, I think it was just like... You know, it kind of represented to me and like looking at it now as an adult, they're in the same situation. Bad things are going to happen. It's just like life. Yeah, of course. But this is in the scientific, you know, they're lost in space. Mind you, it was funny. I had no idea why they were lost in space. Because, mind you, I don't remember what episode it started on. They mix it up. It's going to change. It's rotating. Yeah, but you sure didn't see the first one. (laughs) Obviously, I didn't see the first one, but they were definitely lost. They traveled through the wormhole, right? They did. uh, And then the movie, they were trying to find the new place. And then Gary Oldman was like, no, you can't. I'm getting paid for this shit to die on Earth. (laughs) 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 If you think about it, he's going to do it so he can die on Earth. Threw a wrench in there, yeah. Um, But no, yeah, I just loved it. And then Invasion of the Body Snatchers, it was more of like, you know, I always liked the the idea of like running thriller how do you explain something to someone um because in invasion of spy snatchers how do you describe to someone about the fucking pod people yeah yeah that's true how do you describe that you know life is ending right now actually you know what weirdly enough going to invasion of the body snatchers the uh, the original black and white version yeah now that i think about it i do know my earliest recollection of science fiction movies okay day the earth stood still there you go. That was it. I go. remember distinctly seeing that movie and being terrified of when the robot comes out. Uh, what's I can't remember his name right now for the life of me, but he has a specific name. I distinctly remember that robot coming out and just being fascinated and horrified at the same time. To bring it back to TNG, that kind of had the same effect on me. Was this fascination and horror that kind of combined and coalesced into this very visceral reaction of like I need to see more yeah I want to know what the future holds for us and I think sci-fi will always give that to any person 100 percent because like uh, when we watch sci-fi there's I mean there's predictions about the future and the end of the world by the way we were supposed to die on the 23rd of September what's yeah. today what's today uh, it's the 27th. 27th okay yeah um we didn't do so we're supposed it to die there but it, it there's an intrigue of when will the world end and in a scientific way to put it because you know I'm a scientist and I know what I'm talking about just put that for your records guys <laughs> uh-huh. I believe you look at the sun it's, it's isn't it past its middle ages eventually the sun will no longer exist the planets are getting closer there are so many different solar systems in the galaxy yeah or in the universe let me put that in the universe cosmically we're bound cosmically like yeah and mind you when I, it, it is important right now as humans to take care of and I'm not going to go politically about anything but it's important to take care of our earth (laughs) we're talking about sci-fi we're not going to go political we're not going to go political because sci-fi is all about having a better future and right now it's a terrible terrible future or alternatively it's about dystopias which we at this point in time are leaning closer to so you know Regardless of which one it is, we're going to have a fun time. We need to, like, take care of ourselves and the earth and all that stuff. When people think of that eventually, we don't know when. We don't. We won't exist. Yeah. But then it goes into another thing of thinking about sci-fi. 
is and that's why like a lot of people are like oh you need to go to outer space you need to do this we need to find another planet there are so many movies that portray like going into outer space and going on uh, beyond um, our, our world perfect example is like Star Wars they can go everywhere they have so many fucking planets and galaxies and stuff I would have a hard time being in the Star Wars realm because I don't know where I want to vacation or where I live or I know, right? what I am I what am I like is there going to be a fight like um, Galaxy Quest yeah 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 that one was actually a pretty good one. I really like that one. Um, That's an amazing film. Yeah, but where was going with the? I don't know, but I just space. want to talk about Galaxy Quest now because it's so good. No, there was there's a, there a big main point of that, but that you know my brain does blah blah. Let's uh, let's do what we do best, which is pee break and drink break, so everyone can go and go potty and make themselves another cocktail, and then let's come back and let's just try and uh, see what we can do with this. Does okay. that sound good? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll be right back, guys. Go pee. Go make yourself a drink. We love you. Bye. Hi, welcome back guys. Um, so the last 30 minutes were rough. Sorry about that. Uh, people were being annoying and loud and everything like we're that. We're gonna make it rougher. Oh, it's gonna get real dirt nasty here. This is obviously gonna be a two-parter and or a three-parter. I don't know. We'll hey, figure it, it out. it be a four-parter. We can do this. We'll just keep talking. To it. <laughs> this is just gonna turn into a science fiction podcast is really what it's gonna be. No, we, we just keep calling it parts and then occasionally we're like, hey, we're doing a new episode that has nothing to relate to this. Surprise! Back to episode seven of the... <laughs> of this. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, so, so we went over our kind of earliest... Uh, forays Recollection, where did we come from? How did we get the ideas? I never really uh, felt like I was a part of the science fiction community. I just felt like I was an enjoyer Observer. of it. Yeah. By the way, I don't think I am too, because mind you, like, I, I used to work at a hotel, which happens to be around the corner from here, um, and they'd have the sci-fi convention, they have uh, Oricon, Comic-Con, they have all these different things. I just felt like a loser, kind of like, I have no idea what's going on, but it seems like so much fun. Sure. But in their world, it's kind of like, you know... That's their life. You know, like, sometimes they could burst in and be like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Can I tell a quick story? Always and forever. An amazing quick story. Okay. Please do, Morgan. So, a huge you must. fan... Fan. You must. I'm a huge fan of Ray Park. I don't know who that is, but okay. There we go. Okay, so, Ray Park. Um, you do know who he is. He is Darth Maul. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he okay. Is... Who's also, also Toad in X-Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mind you, I, I could list all of his other movies. I have but such a these... crush on him in X-Men. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. So if I... I know it's weird. Whatever. <laughs> I also had a crush on uh, Alan Cumming as Kurt 
aka Nightcrawler. <laughs> so. But no, so. Is I w- X Men science fiction? It is. Yeah. Science fiction. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I, hey, really? I like how you questioned yourself right there. Yeah. Um, but no, I've been a big fan of Ray Park because after I saw him, mind you, um, I believe I was in. I don't want to fucking date myself. Um, Please do. Please date yourself as much as you want. It was in second grade. My parents showed up to the school and picked my sister and I up. And my brother was already in the car. Uh Have no idea what's going on other than Morgan gets called over to the the loudspeaker to go to the front office. And my parents are there. And then I cook again in the car. We have to take you early. Apparently, like for um, picking up your child early from school is a big no-no. That sounds you like have to my have worst nightmare. You have to have a fucking excuse. So they said, "Oh, there's an important meeting that we have to go to, or some shit." I don't remember exactly what it was. I could ask my parents; they probably won't remember. But second grade, they pull me out, and uh, my sister's with me, and they got my brother in the car, and we go to the can movie I, yeah. theater. Can I guess? Did they pull you out of school to go see the prequels? They took me to go see Star Wars. Episode one. Episode one. And oh, holy shit, was I so fucking. Mind you, we had grown up on watching the Star first Wars. Three, yeah, yeah, of course. So, and mind you, those were fucking mesmerizing, but then we saw episode one. Yes, it was different. There's one character in that I will not mention his name because I will talk shit about him for the rest of my life, and he's just CGI. But, anyways. You know who I'm talking about. Misa think who I know you're thinking about. <laughs> yes, and I'm Misa. Thank you. I want to kill you. Oh, like, anyways. Um, okay, can we just talk about how the Gungans are like a super advanced race and no one ever talks about that? We'll get they into that like, later. They have like this weird cash <laughs> patois that they use to make them sound like they're down-home earthy folks. Meanwhile, they have an undersea city with ingoing, outgoing <laughs> teleportation devices. And also, also some form of a force field that keeps the water out, but ships can just quietly go through it. What? Someone needs so. to look into those Gungans and be like, mm, what are you planning? Misa think you planted something sneaky. <laughs> I wish they had had such a badass, like a way cooler character. That's the only thing that bothered me about this unnamed character who anyone who's seen that knows who we're talking about at this point is the fact that he wasn't cooler. Yeah. I wanted like the coolest fucking Gungan that you ever <laughs> could have had. Like, I am a warrior. I am a fighter. We have massive force <laughs> fields we can use. We have incredibly advanced weaponry just at our disposal for some <laughs> fucking reason. Anyways, the one character sucks. Like, Sorry. Shit, but anyways. Who? We digress. Who? Um, so. Okay. Um, we get pulled out of school. We have no idea. And they didn't even fucking like tell us in the fucking car what's going on. We show up to the movie theater. The one movie theater that I love to death has been the family movie theater, let alone I call it my movie theater. Okay. Because that's the place I'm going to go. It's cool to explore other ones that have like cool couches you can drink beer, blah, blah, blah. This one has advanced, not cool couches, but it's my movie theater. Anyways, um, so we show up and we're watching Star Wars. This was such a big moment for my parents because they're introducing something that was something from their childhood but like this is the, this is the beginning they're doing episode one yeah we don't know what's gonna happen. so no we all knew what was gonna happen <laughs> i mean well mind you i'm in second grade i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen like really had you seen the originals by yeah, that no no we time? had no we had we had so you didn't put two and two together well no we didn't know i didn't know what to expect oh, mind, okay. you, mind you i didn't know that we were going to see star wars episode one oh, all right okay. like, you were just like oopsies i'm in trouble something bad happened yeah and so grandma's dead Oh, no. <laughs> grandma's still alive and very Yay! fucking healthy. <laughs> I love my grandma. I only have one grandma, by the way. We go. We watch. We amaze. Yeah. All I wanted was a double-sided... 
double-sided red lightsaber for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of, of my life. life. And I was so impressed by Ray Park. So after that, it's like anytime I can get like a little bit of like what he does with life and figure out, you know, like career-wise, you know, like. Sure, sure. So I watched any movie that I could get my hands on. Even as an adult, there's some things I hadn't seen. And I'm like, I found it. I can buy it in this weird website, but I've got it now. Yeah. Um, it's in the mail. Uh, so Ray Park. Comic-Con's happening. We'll get it at, we'll get it at Movie Madness. We, oh my god, oh my god, I feel so Bring stupid Bring it back. <laughs> Movie Madness. So. Do you know where it's located? Yes. Where is it located? It's off of, it's at third, uh, 42nd, 42nd and uh, Belmont. Movie Madness, 42nd and Belmont. Uh, get all your favorite hard to find don't movies. Don't quote me on the 42nd, it could be 42nd. I don't, I know it's blocks in, but it's on Belmont. Movie Madness on Belmont between 40th and 45th. Go find it. It's an adventure. So, I'm working and uh, Baristo is working. This is at the Double Tree. This is a long time ago. Wait, hold up. You're going to have to. Are you doing a flash forward now? Yes. Uh, but because I was talking about Ray Park. Comic Con's happening. We have celebrities hanging out at the hotel. Of course. They're sleeping there. And we also have uh, people just hanging out in the bar, just doing stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stories this night that has to do with science fiction because of that Comic Con, that one particular year of Comic Con. So, Baristo. He always, like, fills me in with stuff, and a lot of times he would, like, talk a lot, and I was just like, I don't know which, uh, you know, animation you're talking about. He goes, no, this is really cool. So I have a passport, and he goes, hey, Morgan, have you seen anybody cool? And I'm like, uh, no, I actually haven't seen anybody, but, you know, big policy, you can't talk about guests, you can't do this, whatever. He goes, well, I, I saw Darth Maul, and I was like, no, you oh, didn't. No, all I said was like, oh, cool, you saw someone dress as Darth Maul in the lobby. like, And he goes, no, Darth Maul's in house, meaning he's staying here. And I was like, no. What room? No, no. That, what room? That wasn't my question. My question was, I was like, are we talking about like the same Darth Maul? Like, is it a character or is it actually Ray Park? He goes, no, Ray Park's in the bar right now. And I was like, I quit. I'm going to go find me a man. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking, I'm, I, no, no, you're getting it all wrong. He's laying in the bar right now. Mind you, coffee station, bar. Like, you can't see my hand movements, but it's literally boom and boom. Right next to each other, I just have to turn around. Oh, God, okay. So I turn around, and I know what uh, Ray Park looks like without makeup, because a lot of movies he has a lot of makeup on. He's Uh wearing a costume, Uh you know, something. I turn around, and I see fucking Ray Park. And I was just like, no. And then, so, mind you, there's another thing working on the hotel. You you came and you passed out at the same time. (laughs) No, not this is, has nothing to do with sexual attra- attraction. I am obsessed like with him and his career, like his stuff he does. I don't believe you, but okay. Okay. Anyways, so he's over there. I'm in housekeeping. I'm wearing this housekeeping uniform, but I'm cleaning public toilets and cleaning rooms. Class. So it was it was pretty sexy. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> keep keep going. So. Um, <laughs> Now I don't want my parents to listen to this one because you this shit you're trying to portray. Anyways, so sorry, um, mom and dad. <laughs> you hear that? Jeremy says sorry for the hundredth time. Now, anyways, yeah. Um, okay. So later on, I see the security guard, and mind you, we can't go up to anybody that is a celebrity or some someone and go, "Hey, aren't you such and such? Can I get a signature? Can I get a picture?" Those are the things you cannot touch. A hundred percent. You cannot ask someone, aren't you such and such? Yeah. So I see a security guard and he, and he and I, like, we shoot the shit a lot. And I go to him and I just fucking grab his arm. I'm like holding on to him tight. I'm like, you have no idea, but Darth Maul's in house. 
And because I didn't know if he would know who that is. Like, if I said Ray Park, he goes, well, who's Darth Maul or something like that? And I'm like, from Star Wars Episode One, he had the, and mind you, the iconic double-sided red lightsaber. This is him. His name's Ray Park. I am such a huge fan. And blah, blah, blah. And he, he's sitting right over there. He goes, oh, yeah, that's really cool. I need to calm myself down again. I'm going to go fucking clean a fucking shitty toilet. <laughs> So I disappear and I'm like running through the lobby just like looking like man I just saw Ray Park this I'm like so happy right now that I just like saw him I didn't talk to him but I'm like in the vicinity of Ray Park I'm doing my thing and like looking to see what other celebrities I can see and mind you I have to be professional so stay like 20,000 feet away I so desperately hope that you met Ray Park in the bathroom as you were cleaning it no because it would be closed off for the men's it would be closed off for the men's okay so I'm doing my shit and then all of a sudden like I get off one uh, flight of stairs and back into the lobby because mind you I did a lot of lobby work because I was called a night lobby attendant I mind you I, I, the job was fun yeah other than cleaning up shit and puke but besides the point part of the game part of the game I literally was like rushing around and I look over and the security guard is standing at the end of the bar next to Ray Park and I don't know what conversation was said but security guard points his hand across the lobby to me and Ray Park looks over oh god and I just booked it and I fucking did whatever I needed to do. And then I'm like, I come back later and I kind of like peek around the corner and Ray Park is not at the bar anymore. Oh, I'm going to fucking kill that security guard so much. Like, I don't know why he pointed at me. And then Ray Park looks and he goes, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, I can't hear them. They're fucking over there. I, it, I don't know if it was like 10, 20 minutes. I had to run to an elevator and I decided to take the guest elevator. And so I run through hit a wrong I hit floor five <laughs> you just chose a random floor you no, like, take was, me away elevator no I was thinking of something else from previous work Skybox, and so I hit, take me home <laughs> I hit floor five and then I was like shit wrong floor floors floor eight and then all of a sudden this hand goes through the doors as it's closing and it opens up and who happens to walk on but Ray the security guard fucking no. park <laughs> And I, I just went into like... You have a panic attack. Trying to have a professional mind. I'm like, what floor? <laughs> what floor will you be on today, sir? <laughs> so he said, I don't remember what floor. It was, turned it was into higher. Eeyore. <laughs> like, what floor are you going to be yeah. on? So he, uh, he says the floor. Sorry. At least yeah. you were able to get words out. Yeah, no, I, I was it, so proud of myself. Like, at least it wasn't just you being there like... <laughs> So he says he says the floor and I hit the button and then uh, he starts talking to you to me and he goes oh, well how's your day going and I'm like I put the hands like holding both hands and I'm just like everything is going good today Better how are you now sir? that I've met you and then so I'm like how is your day sir blah 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 and then he he says something he had such a thick accent it was really hard to understand him. sure sure <laughs> by the way there was a movie that they it, it was funny because it was similar like they're like we can't understand his fucking accent and all yeah, that yeah yeah but um, me blanking out I have the master key to the elevator where I can turn the elevator off, reset it so he's not going to have an extra weight. I literally get off, no, sorry. I hit the 8th floor, then the 5th floor. That's why it happened. So, uh, okay. reversal, sorry. Um, so, the 5th floor shows up, and I, I told him, like, I'm sorry I hit an extra button. Instead of just thinking, like, I can reset it so he has not a weight, I literally was just like, I'm sorry, you have to wait for it. And he, like, puts his arms and holds the door open, and he goes, he says something, and I don't know what he said. Something about, like, enjoy the rest of your day or something. So I go and find that security guard. And I'm like, what in the literal fuck did you say? What did you say? I am, like, so embarrassed. Like, I feel like he was, like, wanting to talk to me. And I totally, like, shut it down. Like, how are you doing today, sir? Like, 
and the security goes, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I saw him and I asked him, you know, because we're going to ask questions. And I was like, hey, so are you in town for business pleasure? And he goes, a little bit of both. Um, and he goes, oh, well, that's cool. And he goes, yeah, I'm part of Comic-Con. He goes, well, what do you do? And he goes, I make sci-fi films. And he goes, oh, well, that's great because that girl over there, my friend Morgan, loves fucking Star Wars and she's a huge fan. And that's why he was pointing at me and saying that shit. So we flash forward to the next day after I fucking went after Jim and I was like, how dare you? Like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I trusted you. <laughs> I trusted you. Um, but it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. The next day, similar situation. He gets on the elevator. We do the the small talk. And then he says, are we going to be enjoying the eighth floor today? <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't hit three buttons. And then time. you hit all of the buttons. And you were like, you're coming with me on a ride. <laughs> but I was sitting there like, Mr. Park. All I can think of, though, is like, I wanted to tell him how much a huge fan I was and, or am. And also be like, I have so many ideas that I would like to tell you right now. But you probably wouldn't care. But I, and I, you know, I really wanted to go into like, you are one of my childhood favorites into adulthood and to this day, like the stuff that I see you in, like you are amazing. I really appreciate the fact that like me as a child, you immediately gravitated more towards the empire than you did the force and the rebellion. Because yeah. I saw the rebellion and I was like, who are these ragtag bunch of nobodies? They're going to get their asses handed to them. You know what? To be honest, I wasn't a, a like, okay. And then I saw I the Empire, seen the and I saw the one. Sith, and I was like, those guys know what they're doing. But no, I haven't seen the latest Star Wars. I saw the other one previously, that, like one? Rogue One. Um, well, there I, was Force Awakens, and then Rogue Force, One came uh, out after sorry, that. Sorry, Versal, Versal, sorry, I'm just looking at titles. You saw Force Awakens? Force Awakens, and I'm kind of like... I loved it. Disappointed yeah. in certain aspects, but mind you, I just, I kind of lost interest. And I'm also mad at certain things that developed because my dad was uh, in that movie, Harrison Ford, and um, the the first one. Yeah, spoiler alert. He I guess dies. I have his. I ha- no, 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 because no, the the he dies in the first yeah, two one, not yeah, the second one. No, he does. Yeah, you know, well, no, I saw that. I saw oh, that. Oh, okay. Where his son. Yeah. Or... Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. So I just, it was, you know what? I'm gonna go back to watching the 100. <laughs> Something that I find very interesting. Yeah, whatever, Star Wars. You're not famous. Yeah, I mean, They're not making a whole theme park about you at Disneyland. You know what? What J- have you given to this world, J- Star Wars? J.K. J- Rowling has my back, but I just, like, if I want to go back to, like, George Lucas, love you. You created something that I even grew up with, so... Uh, it just kind of turned the tables on certain things, but you know what? I love Ray Park. I do. I fucking. I'm a, that was a great story. Non, not nonchalantly. I, I semi. Did you at Ray least Park. get to like touch him? Did you like shake hands or hug no. or anything? No. no. Um, it was just eye contact. It was no eye contact. We averted eye contact. Star Wars did actually have a pretty big influence on me as a child, as far as science fiction is concerned. I mean, Star Trek definitely the had original a bigger, ones, but the original series. Star Trek definitely had a bigger influence on me as a child because you know I what? always you're gonna leaned- hate me for. This. No, go for it. I've never seen Star Trek. Any of it? I remember seeing one episode during Christmas because a uh, step uncle wanted to watch it and it was on the TV. Because mind you, during Christmas we usually put Christmas movies on. So, so you, you, you haven't seen any of it? No. And mind you, when I tell people I love Star Wars, then I get this like, we will murder you. Like, I, so I'm saying, like, well, is Star Trek that much better? Like, I don't know because you're telling me you're going to murder me. Like, 
I wouldn't say, okay, so the thing is, as far as Star Wars and Star Trek are concerned, I, I will never give them the whole one is better than the other. I think that that's just a cop-out. Or they're just the same? Like, not the same, same they're, story, they're, but they're... they're, and they're, they're clearly not they're the same thing. They're two clearly separate things. Well, two I would separate say entities, more than but... anything, it's dependent on a person's personality. So Star Wars is much more based around sort of a fantastical sci-fi nature. Uh, um, I think it's more of a, it's a coming-age story uh, 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 instead of we are here and exactly. let's, let's do space uh, war. Star Trek is a lot more hard science fiction. It's a lot more realism. Well, it's not a coming of age story. Well, no, not necessarily. But as far as vast tropes are concerned, you know, Star Wars is a sci-fi opera. It is fantastic. And a lot of it, it always goes back to a like, coming-of-age story. That's all. It will always do that. But it also, like, purely on the science fiction standpoint, not going into the other aspects of it, the science fiction aspects of it are very sort of hand-wavy. There's a, you know, lightsabers are made from a crystal that then the power of this makes it so that they can go and we do these things and the forces, your seeding levels are this high and it's not based on hard scientific evidence. It is based more so on these kind of fantastical notions of what science fiction could be when it becomes extreme. Star Trek is much more very hard-lined science fiction, so I think it's just dependent on which one you prefer. As far as I'm concerned, I consider myself far more of a platypus, where I like both of them for entirely different reasons. And mind you, I I know that I should probably check out Star Trek. Where would you recommend I start? Boy, that's really, really hard. The original Uh, show, the movies... Skip the original show. I mean, I know there's probably gonna be some people People that are like, how dare you? Don't ever do that. But uh, skip the uh, skip skip the original series. I know there's going to be a few people that just like are not happy with me saying that. But honestly, I don't think the original series, aside from three or four episodes, has like anything worth really getting invested in. Okay. It's so hard, Morgan. It's- Sometimes homeless people that are in our town like to wander over to where Morgan and I are recording and just completely derail the entire conversation because they are in desperate desperate need to dig through our ashtrays to find cigarette butts this was one of those times so we had to pause and take a breather and us giggling is just because of the absurdity because this um it was actually a couple they they were having a moment to themselves and it was um it was just very bizarrely funny anyways we'll get back into it now okay so you're saying <laughs> to, <laughs> to, Jesus um, fuck that was a nightmare you're saying to skip the original <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know where we're going with this now okay so we're talking about Star Trek and you said we're the best place to uh, wow just fuck tonight oh my god we might just have to scrap this, actually. Oh, well, it's it? okay. No, it's okay. I can probably get a nubbin out of this. I can probably get something. I'm going to be excited about the final edit. It's going to be great. Um, there's the other be- night, I felt we did a lot worse, to be honest. And, mm, we did okay. Uh, it's just, you know, we it did was, that. We it was did kind have of like, blah, blah, blah. We're going to blah now and some more blah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have a lot. Of, we didn't have as many people going through the ashtrays. Um, That's, it's so, really sad. It's really sad. Uh, but anyways, uh, watch 
so I would say I would say ideally uh, start start with TNG. It's just a really good place to start, and it kind of gives you a better idea of what Star Trek is trying to do. Sure. Just start with TNG. Start okay. with TNG, or or watch. Uh, um, wow, no, I'm completely blanking. Uh, just yeah, start with start with okay. the next generation. It's the best one. You know, um, one thing though uh, that I want to interject with all of our sci-fi. <laughs> The name, sci-fi, the channel. I grew up watching anything that I could, sci-fi originals. Yeah, sure. I got kind of disappointed when they changed their name to... To Siffy? Siffy. Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, it's still sci-fi. But anyways, I love fucking sci-fi. They have some awesome shit on there. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Um, I, I mean, I will forever and always be such a huge fan of Eureka and Warehouse 13 and... Um, Battle, uh, Battlestar and uh, Stargate. There you oh, go. Do you remember the, the show Sliders? Okay, this is another one. I sliders. watched a shit ton of Sliders. Holy shit, Sliders. My, my, my dad, he brings it up because we used to watch that all the time, fucking like clockwork when it was coming on and we watched reruns and when it ended, mm-hmm. we were like, why? On the worst note ever. On the worst note ever, let alone why and you know with any show like i am a huge fan of the following i keep telling people when i have enough money i'm gonna get a hold of creators wait hold up can i see your phone for a second yeah okay um, but so, also put your, put your password in because I want to look up something oh. real quick. Okay, no, so, keep going on sliders. But no, so uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, the following as well. And so when I, I keep telling people uh, when when we talk about it, they're like, oh man, that was so great. I'm so upset that, that it ended after season three. And I'm like, sure, don't, sure. don't fucking worry, guys. Don't worry. When I get enough money, um, they're coming back. We're they're gonna, coming back. We're I don't care what, what platform we're going on, but they're, we're, they're coming back. We're going to have some awesome things. I have some ideas, but you know what? The creators have done fucking wonderful. I might have some little things like, hey, can we involve this in here? Like, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, Sliders was a great series. Uh, but uh, Sliders is another thing is, you know, thinking of the following. Why did it fucking end? And then, like, you read, like, oh, ratings weren't this or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? Go fuck your ratings because everyone that watched it is like... Why is it ending? We're gonna turn it into a. We're gonna turn it into an Amazon Prime well, then, series, and it's you, gonna be great. Like people that like set fifteen years <laughs> in the future. People that I've introduced to either show were literally like, "Why, why, why, why?" And I said, "Because the ratings." And I'm saying, like, everyone that watched it was amazed by it. So, what ratings are they fucking getting that are saying, mm, "It's done." Nielsen. What? It, it was Nielsen, and Sci-Fi didn't have a huge uh, stake in Nielsen to begin with. So, mm. any show that didn't get a certain amount failed. I mean, the only reason Battlestar was such a big deal was because so many people started to tune into it and got it such a huge following immediately right well, out of the uh, gate. The following, though. The movie, or sorry, the show The Following. Yeah. That's the recent one. It only had three. It only had three. I know. I know. It's okay. I mean, it's also, like, why I get so upset about Quantum Leap and how it had the worst ending ever, and Scott Bakula also ruined Star Trek. Um, fight me, nerds. Anyways, we're getting close to the end. This is very <laughs> clearly going to be a two-parter. Um, uh, we can do it. And or three. We'll do three. Let's say three. Um, do let's you have do a trilogy. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, let's go back to our original question. What brought you into uh, What brought you into sci-fi? For me, obviously, it was watching TNG wrapped in a towel, hiding from my parents <laughs> over in the corner of the couch, pretending they couldn't see me. Um, Mine and, was... And TNG kind of gave me this uh, feeling of, of hopefulness towards the future. It still does to this day, this idea that, you know, 
in the world that we live in right now, a lot of things are up in the air, a lot of things are very scary, and TNG always gives me this hope that even though things are scary right now, humanity as a whole can eventually overcome these issues Mm -hmm. to better themselves and realize that um, democracy and uh, 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 emotional openness and willingness to negotiate and not just think your side is right all the time is going to make us better as a whole and that that was really what sparked my interest in sci-fi was that things can get better anyways that's my final thought your turn uh, my final thought i'm just gonna go with uh what we have been talking about is invasion of the body snatchers and also lost in space lost in space was a daily thing yeah because there are several shows you watch when you're that young. You watch The Price is Right. You watch... <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. Uh, well, Jeopardy was later in the evening. But, uh, no, we, you know, you have Lost in Space. I also watch The Incredible Hulk. Wonder Woman. <laughs> with Lou Ferrigno? Yes, with Lou Ferrigno. And then, wait, who's Wonder Woman? Alinda Carter. Alinda Carter. Alinda Carter. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> we need people listening in so they can help us. That was like pulling teeth. Thank you. Yes, it's Linda Carter, obviously, because so, she was the one who did the best Wonder Woman twirl as well. And uh, there was, you know, and then basically the sci-fi channel was my shit. Like, um, with that, it's a new world. Um, I didn't, like, I can't say that is why I want to be a storyteller but sci-fi had a huge impact on me um, because it's different worlds it's not normal um, but there is a sense of normalcy in the storyline you're in this world, you gotta to adapt to it Yeah. so I think a, a part of the creative process of me, that was a huge thing but part of my writing came from storytelling came from something else but sci-fi will forever be another favorite besides horror, thriller kind of lit that spark it did light a spark, and mind you, it like even I can credit um, Lost in Space for a lot of things. Very cool. Um, even though, again, they're on the same fucking platform, a new monster, a new human. Still. Literally, if they have all this stuff, why can't they get back home? <laughs> why can't they get home? Because then the series would be done. You know, it's be- it's all because of fucking Gary Oldman. That's, is that what it is? I'm blaming him. Trying to close the time loop. He... he you know what? He caused some problems. <laughs> but you know what? Gary Oldman is actually one of my favorite of all time actors. Yes, he's an incredible <laughs> actor. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. He's also, we didn't even get into Fifth Element, which is another oh incredible God, yes. sci-fi film. Okay. But there, like we have said, I don't know, 14 times now, um, there's going to be a part two and a part three. So please keep listening. I swear this is going to go somewhere. I promise. We will come back to the drawing table and we will have some deep and dark things we, to we talk will, about. We will be a little more uh, constructed. You know what? I want to reach out to Ray Park and see if he can join us. Oh, that'd be great. Ray Park, if you're listening, just uh, give us a shout out. Just uh, come hang out with us if you're in Portland. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. My name is Jeremy O'Connell. I am once again joined by my co-pilot, Morgan. Morgan, say goodbye. See you guys next time. And we will see you guys soon. Thank you so much for flying with us. I know there are many airplanes that you could uh, choose from, and we are so happy that you chose us. Anyways, talk to you guys later. Bye!
This is your pilot speaking as part of the Brevity Media Group. Brevity Media Group, dumb shows for smart people. milk at 11 30 at when night when are closed they gotta do it i guess but it's so bizarre anyways <laughs> but yeah no so um, 